A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. T to G to I to E to A. Thank God it's first. Thank God it's first. Thank God it's first Friday. Hello, everybody. My name is Father Luke Rowicki. Wow, it sounds cool, Father Luke Rowicki. <laughs> and I'm Brother Andrew Tory. And this is T G I F F. And today, we are going to take you on a journey to the beach, because everybody was surfing the metaverse. That's right. So, what are we talking about here today on this August, this nice uh, leaf-changing colors, breezy, pleasant weather, nostalgic? Where are you living (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't happen until like October That's true So this episode we want to talk about The true metaverse Think about your life You woke up today what was the first thing you did Probably checked your phone You probably had different notifications popping up From different applications on your phone Are those applications Are those notifications Is the use of your time on those applications Reflecting A journey A personal journey towards what you truly desire, the true metaverse, or not. And Brother Andrew, why is this important? Well, it's really important because the human mind always seeks unity. And it's really frustrating for us to be divided into so many different categories, right? And the phone sort of symbolizes that. Like we are, we need, I need to find a restaurant near me that's really good at pizza. Okay, so I got my pizza app. Or I really need to to play this amazing game right now so I have my Candy Crush app. Or I am waiting in the dentist's office and I don't know what to do so I have my waiting in the dentist's office because I'm bored app. So we have all these different apps to do all these different things that sort of compartmentalize our existence. Um, Now there's there's an aspect of that that's good because well, apps are like these these bundles of software that make a specific action easily accessible to us, and so and that's great when you have when that's in, in capitalism. I guess you could say everybody the best apps are designed in the best way, and, and and that's done by a lot of different people. So you have tons of apps, but also you need unity in your life. And so what we want to talk about in this episode is how can we find this overarching story in our life and, and get it, get it meaning. And, and, and give it the meaning that we're looking for, right? But before we get into this topic, as always, let's give a little update. Brother Father Luke, what have you been up to in these past this past month? You're in your you're you're in your new assignment, right? You're just arriving in in North Carolina. Yes. So what's happening in this half of the co-host world is I finished up in Monterey, Mexico. Uh, I loved it. I was there for a year, basically a year exactly, um, and. I was working there at one of our schools, as you all know, and get involved in youth work. Uh, helped with a couple summer camps, international trips, one to from Monterey to in Los Angeles, another one from Monterey to Dallas. Uh, both camps had ambitious goals. The first was helping the boys to uh, become positive forces for um, evangelizing the world today. And so we went to Hollywood and we went to, we met with directors um, and people involved in yeah cinema and TV series and Netflix. And we had a lot of fun, obviously, as well. And we tried to help them discover that what are, like, what are their personal strengths and what is God calling them to do. 
And then in Dallas, it was understanding their identity and the dignity of the human person, which are these themes that are so important for all of us today. And so helping these um, 13 year old um, students from our schools and members of our ECYD program there in Monterey, Mexico, go deeper into those aspects. I loved it. It was exhausting, but beautiful. And then since then, I have flown to North Carolina and getting settled. I'm currently with family, visiting family. And um, this new mission ahead, I ask all of your prayers, but we'll be working with high schoolers. Um, it's a big high school, Cardinal Gibbons High School in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'll be giving a class on vocations to seniors and as well, full-time chaplain available um, for anyone that wants to talk, that wants spiritual direction, um, there for the students, the faculty, the families. And yeah, I have an awesome legionary community. I feel like anywhere I've gone uh, during my short legionary life, but these 13 years, as always, just I've always found myself in family at home, you know, with, with brother legionaries, brother priests, and brother brothers um, that um, help support me and my journey to try to be holy, to try to um, spread the gospel, and to enjoy enjoy myself while I'm at it. So, um, what about you, brother Andrew? Praise God, that's awesome. Well, these these high schoolers are really lucky, you know, to have such a great high school. And to have a great chaplain, right? <laughs> so, here in Rome, I am holding down the fort. It is hot, as the news constantly tells us. It's, it's quite hot here in Rome. And I'm inside an air-conditioned building, enjoying a humble existence. And <laughs> I had vacation at the, at the beginning of the month. We finished exams, and at the, all of June we had exams. And then I, I had a 10-day vacation in southern Italy, uh, that Brother Luke knows very well, in Termini, beautiful place overlooking the Mediterranean. Just Amazing. gorgeous. Um, and a great atmosphere with the brothers there, doing a lot of cooking and making Oreo ice cream, one of my favorite recipes. Ooh. And others, other such delightful things. And then I had a big, uh, my, the big apostolate event for my summer. I helped to organize and accompany a group of 30 professors from Mexico. So they came from Mexico, from our network of universities, and they came to Rome, and we did this... It was like an intellectual pilgrimage through the foundations of Western culture, um, the history of the church, um, questions of, of morality, of theology, technology, all these different... these great themes that, that really challenge our minds and our hearts. And then bunches of bunch of tours. We went to Subiaco, where Saint Benedict began Western monasticism. We went to Assisi, where Saint Francis started this revival in the church um, based on poverty. And we obviously all of Rome. And then we ended in Orvieto, uh, a city that some of you might not know, but it's really worth visiting. It's an hour and a half north of Rome, and it's where this Eucharistic miracle took place. And there's this massive cathedral. It's very gorgeous. So that's my summer so far. And we'll see what happens then the rest of the summer. Just staying here, trying not to melt, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> that's amazing. And speaking of revival, that's what each one of us wants for our lives. As the summer sort of winds down, even though August is still very hot in most places in Rome, for, for sure. But as the summer winds down, we look ahead to a new school year, new uh, coming back from vacation, came back into the rhythm, and open up our phones and clicking those routine apps that we're, we've all made habits of. 
we want revival. We don't want that same old, same old. We all fall into like little ruts and routines. And we talk about this a lot on TGIFF. So we want to talk about it newly and freshly. And of course, we're going to sing about it. Everybody was surfing. Surf the metaverse. Verse. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we basically, we've also been inspired as well, as always, by Pope Francis, his latest trip to Canada, um, where he's been kind of inviting people to, obviously a big part of his trip has been apologizing for mistakes and um, abuses, um, you know, by Catholic institutions. And obviously other, any other institutions where um, indigenous peoples have been treated wrongly, have been treated, um, discriminated. Um, but also something that caught both of our attention was his attention to using the symbols and gestures of these indigenous peoples to, to bring out the richness of their culture, combining that with the richness of the Catholic faith. And that's something with the Duke or hermeneutic we try to do a lot. And that's something on this episode we want to do. We want to help all of us to ask ourselves, what do I truly desire? So Brother Andrew, what is it that we truly desire? What would you say is the true metaverse? Maybe first explain what the, why this metaverse, I'm sure everyone already yeah. knows, but what's the metaverse? And then what is the true yeah. metaverse? Yeah, just in case we have any, any more respected, um, more experienced members of the TJFF community who are not familiar with the term metaverse, um, it is this overarching term that was coined by Mark Zuckerberg, who is the founder of Facebook and who owns Instagram and WhatsApp and probably several other companies that I don't know about. And he has created this, this term meta. So meta means beyond. It's sort of like this umbrella term for all of his companies together. Um, so if you open one of these apps, uh, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp or whatever, it'll say owned by meta. Okay. Which means which means beyond in Greek, right? It's sort of this, this desire of like this, he wants to create this, this world where everybody interacts and everybody comes together. Even people have made fun of him because he created, like you can have like this avatar or this image of yourself um, on, on the computer and you can participate in these online meetings with your, with like this, your avatar, your, an image of like an animated image of yourself, almost like you're, it's almost real life, but it's not. And so Obviously, there are some tweaks, there are some problems and some and difficulties in, in putting that up. And so there are funny mistakes that happen, like people like uh, disappearing during the meeting or, or being cut in half. <laughs> so, but anyways, so but this term metaverse means an overarching reality, an overarching narrative that weaves your life together into an intelligent whole, into a meaningful whole, right? So what we're after, like we said, is we're not, we... Our, our tendency to divide our attention to so many different areas of life, um, represented by like all these apps that we have on our phone. Like I have an app for this, I have an app for that, I do this, I do that, and our attention, you know, we, we can sort of, one option in our life and that we often fall into is that we just go from one thing to the next and we are just, we'll let ourselves be entertained as much as possible by one thing and then our entertainment juices go down and then we turn to the next thing to get that spike again and then we go to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and and at the end of the day, sometimes we can just be a little frustrated because we're just like, something's not right. Like, I want something more, you know? I don't know if you've, have you, I mean, you must have experienced that, Father. Like, like you're, you're just, you, you're searching for something ultimate. 
something that's that's gonna satisfy you something that's that's not gonna leave you leave your mouth dry like that's gonna like finally get at your heart and say like this is it this is what you want and i mean i i felt i felt that a lot like like but i but some but i'm still searching you know like i mean obviously we know that from our faith tradition you know like what what some gestures of answers are um but but i'm but i've never felt in my life like like i am totally completely satisfied my my appetite has been quenched in every sense i we we all want that right but until we get that we divide it into many different things yeah and i think none of us will feel that satisfaction until we get, arrive to heaven where there's plenitude and fullness and there's no tears anymore there's no suffering anymore like difficulty, suffering, challenges are part of our, our daily life here as we walk as pilgrims on this earth. And, but I think you can get glimpses of this true metaverse every day, but you have to be, you have to make a special effort to kind of like pull yourself away from this false metaverse, which is, and I'm not saying none, like Brother Andrew and I are not those people that are saying, oh, like all, all these apps are bad and from the devil and things. That's not, that's not the case because so many of them can be used well to connect with loved ones, to evangelize, to, um, even just like simple apps that just make life so much easier so you can focus on like what's important and like other things kind of fall into place, organize your life, find balance in your life through these apps. That's definitely the case. But, but I feel like that desire for fullness, um, I feel like it is at least as yeah, you catch glimpses of that satisfaction and you can experience that in a real profound way when you pull yourself a little away from all those apps and away from your phone. And that's why I like this image of just like, when you wake up in the morning and like the first thing you do is pretty much all of us, we all look at our apps. At least, at least like you look at your phone to like turn off the alarm and then a notification pops up and then that draws you in and you have to kind of like, there's certain moments in the day. I think it helped to pull yourself away from that, to turn your phone off or put it on a do not disturb mode. And you find silence. You find, uh, I don't know, you find a book that helps you think about things that are deeper. And, um, I know I, I found that in my own life. And so like, we can be very much go, 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 but then we miss out on something amazing. So I'm going to tell like a, just a talking to a priest recently. And I thought this was awesome. And it was one of the inspirations for me to like, um, talk about this theme with, with brother Andrew and with all of you is that there was a priest who was explained to me like part of the hardest moment of his priesthood. And he's a priest who's, who likes photography. And there were, there were, there were times, um, like there was a period of his priesthood, like a couple years when he said, looking back that he wasn't taking photos, you know, and that could be non-consequential or whatever. But he said, looking back, it's because I lost my ability to see, perceive the beauty that was all around me. And suddenly when certain things fell back into place, I made changes in my life. Um, like certain obstacles were, um, I just found a way to deal with them better. And I found peace in what, who I was and what I was doing. I started taking photos again and those photos multiplied and they got better and better and better. And I realized it was because taking care of certain things in my life, finding balance, finding meaning again, uh, revival in, okay, wh- who am I as a priest? And like, what's the meaning behind my mission? All of a sudden I started seeing like, I don't know, angles of buildings differently and, and sunlight and, and the shadows and, the rock formations and this photo, oh no, I've seen his photos and they're really good. And I was asking like, what's your secret? What have you learned? And he just said, no, I just, I feel like I'm able to perceive beauty and I try to capture that when I take a picture. 
So wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be nice that like our day is kind of defined by I'm just perceiving beauty here and there in my family life at work, uh, with friends in silence, in the walk, like I take, you know, around my neighborhood or past a lake or something. Um, that I feel like is the true metaverse we want. And so ask yourselves as the summer winds down, what apps help me connect to that metaverse? Or maybe none of the apps help me to connect to that true metaverse. And so I need to just put my phone down because the phone's not helping me to drive that metaverse. And what apps distract me and maybe get rid of them, maybe, or maybe put a limit on them. Um, yeah. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah, we need, the thing is, is that, well, we're body and soul, right? And so that's what a human being is, the, the, the sort of, this unity of body and soul together. And so on the one hand, we have one foot in this world and the way the world works. We, we have to roll with its punches. We have to deal with suffering. We have to solve problems. Um, the physical elements of the world, eating food, enjoying a good meal. And so we're really in the physical world. And, and so we have to, and we deal with the way the world works is the way that we need to work too. We can't just you know, like shun the world, you know? Um, some people used to criticize Christians in the, at the beginning saying, oh, these people are just focused on heaven so they don't care about the world. Um, maybe some were like that, but that's not what, that's not what falling Christ is about, right? Um, both body and soul because we're, we desire something that's beyond this world. Like we have, there's a part of us that is not material. There's there's a part of us that is that what the uh, philosophers call immaterial, and so it's it's it transcends matter, and so we're, we're, we and so there's there's a part of us that that wants more than what this world can give us, and so we're we're sort of in this tension. Yeah, you got to use your phone, you got to use your apps, but you need something that transcends all of that. That's what a metaverse is. A metaverse is an outlook on life that that gives meaning to the little things in life that aren't that aren't transcendent. Because there are so many things in life that are just it's just part of life. It's washing the dishes, it's coming home at the end of at the end of at the end of after work, making dinner for the kids, it's it's going to school in the morning, it's it's getting up early if you even if you've only slept five hours, whatever. Like these are this is part of life. But we need something that gives meaning to that. Because if you don't, you're going to fall flat on your face and, and that's going to look pretty ugly. <laughs> like you need something that undergirds you, that undergirds the, the ins and outs, the, the, the bits and bobs, the, the boobers and the bobbers of, of daily life, right? You need that. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of uh, Cinderella. <laughs> so that's the metaphors. You need, we need this overarching um, meaning in our life that that isn't something that we just plug in every Sunday, but that we're constantly being fed from, right? Because that sort of lets us float. It lets us even float it into the clouds. It gives us new perspective. It, it helps us. It helps us to carry our cross. It gives us ha- joy. It gives us lots of joy. And that's what I don't know. I've never been, I've never been surfing, but I think this is what surfing the metaverse is like. Have you ever? I mean, you've lived in California, right? Bakersfield. Like, did you? I mean, you must have surfed, right? What is it, what is it like? What is it? What do you what do you feel like when you're surfing? Oh, it's amazing! You just ride the wave, become one with the wave. It's incredible. <laughs> no, I've, I've taken a few classes, and like I I am able to get up on the board, like on small waves and things like that. But it is cool because the trick is like when you when you catch a wave, you feel that you're caught up in its power and its speed and its velocity, 
and it pulls you. Like once you're caught in the wave, I mean, you could, if you don't even want to get up, you just ride that wave all the way to the shore, but it carries you. Like at first to catch the wave, you have to paddle at the first time it right. And then you have to paddle and you have to like, paddle hard because if like you're going too slow in the wave, going too fast, it just rides right over you. So you have to almost go on the same speed as this wave. And then if that happens, that synergy happens, then all of a sudden you're on top of it and like you ride it. And, um, part of like living in this metaverse this true metaverse that like we're trying to get to is you, that can happen. If we're going at the same speed, you know, as God, so to speak, like we're on the same wavelength as God, then that transcendence happens even when you're washing dishes and even when you're tired and even like, you'll find meaning. If you're, if that's not happening, you're going to continue escaping to those apps that will always multiply. That will always have notifications. Like all these apps, I guess they get paid the more that they have more users constantly spending their time or even wasting their time on this app. So they'll do everything and everything to pull you back in another notification, another post you might be interested in looking at. And they read like, just like God knows us. I mean, obviously not to that level. This metaverse knows like through our habits, through our, the things that we look at, what we're shopping for on Amazon, it is very well analyzed who we are based on what we do and our behaviors and those things. And so it could keep us locked in and, and, and drawn in constantly, but who we truly are only that only God knows is something much deeper than what we do and just how we spend our time on like, and this level of actions, like on a level of being who we truly are, what we're made for in the image and likeness of God, we all have to find that deeper meaning. And we see it all the time in movies, like this, like someone's life turns around like that in a movie when all of a sudden like what they truly desire and their purpose comes to the surface. Like they see it now. I now understand what I'm supposed to live for. I have something and it's a lot of times beyond ourselves. Apps also can kind of keep us kind of like honed in and thinking about me, 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 especially social media, especially like, did I get likes or not? Did I get comments or not? Um, is my yeah profile, is it successful or not? Um, Whereas purpose and meaning and the true metaverse actually connects us first to God and by that to others. So I know I'm talking a lot, but on last Sunday, I had my first mass. So after you're a priest, you're, um, you're given like basically that the whole first year of your priesthood, you're given a privilege of celebrating first masses and the Vatican will, um, give as a yeah gift. You ask for it for those first masses, a plenary indulgence. So the church has the power to, grant plenary indulgences these very special graces that will take away any temporal punishment you have for your sins so you go to confession uh you go to mass and then if you die in the next moment a plenary indulgence would take you straight to heaven you know in that in that moment after like the plenary indulgence is granted so i celebrated one of those first masses just last sunday in dallas and so um, i celebrated one in rome one in monterey where i was working and then one at my home parish in dallas so i ended up celebrating it at the highland school the legionary school there and there, there were tons of people that came to this mass, over 200 people. And I knew maybe, maybe 25% of them. What is it that brought us together? Like, what is it that is, I've seen so many times in my legionary life and that ordinations that you feel like you go to these ordinations in Rome and you feel like a family with all these people that you don't even know. And what is it that connects us, that brings us together? It's, I think it's that. I think it's our connection to God. There's something transcendent, something beautiful, amazing. They're like, I don't need to know everything about you and how you spend your time, all these things. What I know about you is actually what's most important. And that's that you also 
have been caught in this wave surfing the true metaverse, that you love God. And that tells me something, that tells me all I need to know about you. And so like we immediately connect and we immediately feel like, because we're both living in this true metaverse. You help me, I help you hopefully. And it's like this mutual like family that it creates. The true metaverse connects us to other people in a meaningful way. So that's why we want to enter into that. So yeah, analyze your lives. Think about how I spend my time and like, am I taking the time to enter into that true metaverse that truly matters? Or am I writing these, all these other apps, these like kind of these false ways of this other metaverse that don't really take me anywhere. They take me back to the same place again and again and again. So then the question is, how do we ride the wave? Like, how do we ride high? How do we, how do we surf? Right? Um, well, I mean, obviously, so you surf, you surf in the ocean and like, I've never done it before, but I mean, you see people doing it and it must, it's hard. Like you have to keep on, you have to, we have to pay attention, right? Like is, is, is the ocean in good conditions, right? Or, the, or wherever you are, is it windy enough? Is it, are the waves good? Is it safe? Then you have to like, you have to go out there on your, on your surfboard. You have to swim. You have to eventually get up. You have to like be in the right place and you have to like catch it and, and, and you just fall down a lot and you just have to keep going and over and over and over and over again. And then finally you get it. So maybe surfing the metaverse is similar. It's not just this automatic thing that, okay, I want to do it and I can do it. Boom. I did it. No, it doesn't work like that. It seems like it requires a lot of discipline, right? Um, it requires concentration. It requires an attentive eye, right? It requires um, humility to keep on getting up again and trying it again, per perseverance. So plugging into this metaverse requires all of those, all of those virtues, right? Um, and then the next question is, well, how, how do I know if I'm plugging into this metaverse? Like, how do I, how do I know what the values are that are part of this, that, that give meaning to my life, right? How do I know? Well, well, the, the medieval theologians, they talked about what's called the natural law, right? And sort of, there's this sort of law that's inside of our, our hearts that we all feel. We all feel like we need to do good things and we need to avoid bad things, right? It's sort of just like this thing that we all agree on, right? You don't do anything. Doing bad things is not good and doing good things is good, right? <laughs> it's sort of like the ultimate rule of human action, right? Good and bad. And so I think that plugging into this metaverse means essentially listening to the voice inside of me, listening to the voice of my conscience, where only, where only God and myself are together, are alone, right? And so in order to listen, we need to be silent. Because if you can't, if, you're, if we're constantly distracted by so many different things, of course we're not going to hear this gentle whispering noise, right? Um, all these, this loud noise in our world, so many different, you know, it's just, just a cacophony of, of horrible musical compositions, right? That just annoy us incessantly, right? But until we realize that they're annoying us, we're not going to be able to plug into this, into this metaverse. Um, and so I think we need, I think to plug into this metaverse, into this overarching meaning that, 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 that gives me oomph and spumph in my life, to plug into this, we need discipline, we need human virtues, 
and we need we need silence. We need to listen to this inner to this inner voice inside of it, where we need to realize that there is this voice inside of us telling me to oh do that good thing, or or maybe you're wasting your time uh, uselessly with this stupid app that you installed. Delete it, or man, you haven't read a book in five months. Maybe you should you know read something, form your mind, or why don't you not say that you know, sassy comeback to your, to your husband or your wife, or why don't you make dinner today? You know, find a new recipe, Martha Stewart. And I love, I, I love, uh, I, I've been watching Conan O'Brien videos a lot recently. He's great. And he's done a lot of, he's done a lot of, uh, duos with Martha Stewart. I just watched one where they made like this Irish breakfast together and all Conan wanted was to, he just, he just drank all the whiskey. <laughs> Didn't really care about the rest of the meals. So anyways, so, but like listening to this inner voice inside of you, right? Because that is where you're plugged in to the, to the metaverse, to this ultimate meaning. I don't know. What do you think, brother? Discipline, listening, silence. How else can we, can we plug in? Can we, um, everybody was surfing the metaverse. Sorry, I made you go low. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm definitely a soprano, so that was tough, but, um, <laughs> So I think one thing it boils down to is asking the right questions. And I say that, like learn to ask yourself the right questions or learn to have someone like a spiritual director who will ask you the right questions. So um, I'm reading this book that my brother and sister-in-law gave me a year ago and I finally just, I'm dedicating time to reading it. I'm about halfway through it. It's called Spiritual Direction, A Way to the Father's Heart, I think is what it's called. I'm but, reading that right now. Really? Yes. Vice two Benedictine monks, right? Yes, yes, yes. Well, let me let me correct myself. I need to be humble. I have it on my shelf. I started to read it, and it's been collecting dust recently. So I need to get. I need to pick it up again. <laughs> so it's, I mean, I'm seeing myself. Like really, one of my main responsibilities now at the high school will be doing spiritual direction. So I I picked it up, and it's so good. It's 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 very repetitive, but I think like I don't know. It just like confirms po- certain points over and over again. So. Um, one of the points that a spiritual director needs to do, uh, needs to have very clear is that he's not the protagonist of spiritual direction. The directee, the person who comes should be the one thinking and talking himself through his relationship with God and his ju- spiritual journey. If a spiritual director, like a, a directee just has questions and a d- director just has answers, something's not right because it's a, it's more of accompanying someone on their journey rather than just giving them all the answers to like curiosities of the matter. So, one of the things that I've really appreciated from the book is there's a lot of, a lot of times in spiritual direction where a person will come in and just like give you the facts or they'll just like kind of like, oh, I had this idea or this happened to me and like it ends there or it like kind of peters off or just like there's something stunted is stagnant. And a spiritual director with the whole help of the Holy Spirit can spur on like a real, like continue that journey, but like a real like moment of conversion or just light in that person's life by asking the right questions. And there's sometimes very simple questions. Oh, like, why did you get upset about that? Or what do you think God was trying to, where do you think God was in that moment? Like, like you know, a moment of suffering where you're just like, I felt alone, I felt betrayed, like b- abandoned. Like, but where do you think Christ was in that moment in your life? And asking the right questions, giving someone a new perspective or angle on something is so helpful. And that's where people find healing. It was talking about, 
Um, like Christ touched people's wounds when he healed them. And so asking the right question helps people to like, you first have to like identify the wound to then allow Christ to heal that wound. Like if you're like, as we know, like if you go to the doctor and you have pain in your back, that pain's not going to go away. If you're talking about like, um, Oh yeah, my finger hurts. Like, right. Like you need to get to the source of the, the hurt, the infection, the wound and asking the right questions. So like going back to our, our theme, like if, if you're trying to find depth in your life, um, and if you're just changing things superficially, like you're just going to, I'm going to use different apps now. I'm going to use these, I'm going to like change my route like things like that. And it's superficial. There won't be healing and revival there. But if you ask the right questions, like, what am I really after? What was I really after today when I made that remark to my spouse or I reacted that way? Or just like, I spent my, I spent three hours on Netflix. Like, what was I after? What was, where was God in that? Like what? What, uh, where was my heart in that moment? Where was my heart after that moment? Like after I binge, binge watched this series, like where was I, you know? And maybe it was like, I, I just needed that to relax and you know, and, but now I'm motivated for the next day. Great. You know, but like, you asked the right question or, you know, I really just don't want to start on this project I have to do, or I really don't want to confront this person or I'm just like having issues with someone in my family. And like the last thing I want to do is think about that. And so there's a, same question, very different answers, and they can both bring healing. Ask the right questions. And if you don't know what questions to ask, or if you're sort of like, you don't have the privilege of having a, a spiritual you know, guide or somebody to help you, pick up your Bible. The Word of God is a living and active and alive. Like it, It's capable of, of piercing the, the, the thoughts and the, the deepest desires of the human heart in a way that you couldn't possibly expect. And so don't use the an excuse of, oh, I don't, I can't find a spiritual director, or I can't find anybody near me. Use the Bible. People generally don't have spiritual directors in life. It's an awesome thing, and I hope you get one. I have one. It's, it's great. But, but they're few and far between. What we do have is the, is the Word of God, which is everywhere. And so if you can't figure out what questions to ask, or you're kind of, you feel a little bit lost, Dust off your Bible. Open it up to the Gospels. Go to the Gospel of John. That's where Christ's heart is especially shining forth. And that can really help you to plug into this metaverse, to, to surf high on, on the waves of meaning, to, to really, yeah, to, to see life from this new... I've never been surfing before. I would, I, would, I would love to have the advantage of it without having to do the work, to be honest, because <laughs> I'm not athletic at all. But... But it's worth it. Like we can't, we don't, we, we need to, we need to surf. We need to, we need to, to get into this, this mindset of, of this overarching meaning in my life. We need this. That's, that's what we're, that's what we're made for. And so as we, as we sort of wind down this episode, we need to um, launch an appeal to our faithful listeners, everybody who's listening to us, right? Everybody in Indonesia and Austria and Canada, all these countries throughout the world, you, we need to ask you to give us feedback because we need to know if we want to change our name because we're not sure if it communicates as best we want the, the things that we do here on the podcast, which is help people discern, help people listen to God's voice, reading situations, the Dunque hermeneutic. Brother Luke, help, help me to launch the appeal. What else, what else do we got to say to get people to give us feedback? Because people, people aren't giving us feedback. So this is... Hey, thank you, Evangel. This is our last episode, people, of season three. Season four is upon us. 
we've got um, different things we're considering about our podcast. And one of those things, like heading into season four, is is our name. Is our are we going to stick with TGIFF? Are we going to slightly change it? Are we going to completely change the name? Obviously, it's gonna, we're going like, to the themes will will be basically continue being the same because that's what we feel like. Um, we have a lot to offer just because of the formation we received over so many years and the, and the life we live and living with so many priests and, and re, re, yeah, having like classes on philosophy and theology. So we have a lot, we feel like we are called to offer and continue sharing. Also just like feedback. If you want us to talk about a certain theme or issue that's happening, let us know. Um, but season four is upon us. And so we want to launch it with direction and with, um, determination and so if the name is going to stick, we're going to, it's going to stick and we're going to go full throttle. If we want to change the name, now's the time. So people, please let us know. And, um, with that, Benji, any last words before we send off our listeners? Well, I was just going to say that one of the reasons that we were thinking about changing the name so people can structure their feedback accordingly is we want it to be easily marketable, right? And so when I tell someone, Hey, I'm doing this awesome podcast. Um, it's called TGIFFF, or, or did I add on too many Fs there? And so sometimes people get, sometimes people get confused, right? It's like, TGI, what? Like, uh. And so, and so we wanted, we wanted to be a little catchy, catchier, and easy to remember. One idea that Father Luke had was TGI First Fridays, which is a little easier to say. Um, so that's a possibility. Um, but the most important thing is that we want to help you people. We want to help you identify where's God speaking in my life in the, in the events and the circumstances of my life and how to read that with peace and serenity following Jesus. That's what we want to help you to develop this discerning eye and ear so that you can become an adult autonomous Christian in Christ, right? So if there's a name that's better out there for this purpose, we want, we want that name. If there, if our name is great and amazing, super fabulous, we want to keep it. So please give us your feedback. And people, final words, a little bit of poetry for you. No one goes to surf without a wet suit. Here at TJFF, we don't just do. We do quay. God bless. <laughs>